Today on Locked on Ace, we're talking about playoff baseball because it was exciting over the weekend. And then we're talking about the new website that you need to go to inside the A's run by me. Let's get into it. You are Locked on A's, your daily Oakland A's podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked on A's, stepping to the mic, it's your host, Jason Burke. How's it going, A's fans? And welcome to episode 475 of the Locked On A's podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, noted baseball fan, Jason Burke. And on today's show, we're talking about the playoffs, baby. The A's are an in them, but I'm still having fun watching it. Bob Melvin has managed his way into the NLCS. We're going to give him some props. We're going to talk about what's what could happen in game five of the ALDS between the Guardians and the Yankees. I got some, I got some takes. I'm going to have some fun with this segment and then we're talking about my new project inside the a's which is more a's content for you i promise i won't do this all the time but uh it is launch day so i wanted to you know shed some light and uh, get some people over to this website because <laughs> i'll tell you why Anyways, thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. We're free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. So go subscribe to our YouTube channel. There's content over there for you guys all the time. And then uh, make sure to follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at ByJasonB on Twitter. And usually I let you guys know where to reach us for a mailbag question. But uh, go follow Inside the A's on Twitter as well, because uh, please, that's why please. <laughs> but let's get into today's episode. And I had planned on recording this uh, one Sunday and two earlier in the day today, but uh, it didn't happen. So what a weekend of baseball we just witnessed, you guys. The Phillies started things off on Saturday by just clobbering Atlanta to clench their spot in the NLCS. Then, like a sucker, uh, I watched the Astros and Mariners game for over six hours hours just for Houston to clinch their sixth straight trip to the ALCS. And uh, I told you guys that I was mad at the Mariners and (laughs) they did not disappoint. They made me sit through 18 innings of scoreless baseball. And then they lost stupid Mariners. Anyways, uh, we have now witnessed two games this postseason that have gone deep into extra innings, tied 0-0. And uh, the, the Raising Guardians played 15 innings and won 1-0. Then there's this one, which was 0-0 until the 18th when Jeremy Pena hit a solo home run. So, yeah, uh, pitching's good. I don't know if you can just uh, go the other way uh, if somebody's pitching you out there because it might start behind you and end up being a strike on the outer part of the plate. Pitching is ridiculous, Case in point, these two games. There you go. Uh, The Astros and Mariners played 18 innings, and uh, both games were decided by solo home runs. Ah, baseball. I mean, you could say that it's a pitching matchup, and you love seeing that, but it doesn't feel like a great pitching matchup. It just feels like you can get anybody off the streets, and they can throw a slider that nobody can hit. Or you can make a slider with somebody. If they sign me to a contract, I'm pretty sure that I could figure out, if they showed me, uh, how to throw a slider. And I haven't played since, like, T-ball. So, uh, just a thought. Maybe, I don't know, 
pitching's hard, and I'm I'm hoping that the shift uh, ban helps a little bit, but also I don't know that it will. So uh, baseball is a great time. Also, uh, the Yankees uh, lost to the Guardians in the bottom of the ninth with uh, Cleveland scoring three runs off of Clark Schmidt to put them ahead 2-1 to one in the series. Uh, the Yankees evened up the series again in game uh, number four. Uh, of course, that was the Garrett Cole starts. And I said before the weekend, I'm like, hey, I think that this, this series, the way that it's shaping up, uh, is still in Cleveland's favor, even if they lose the, the Garrett Cole start. Actually, uh, they can lose the Garrett Cole start, and they could be just fine. Uh, we're going to de- determine uh, whether or not soon, I believe, because uh, they're in a rain delay. I don't know if they're going to get this game in on Monday. And uh, if they don't, then all of a sudden, uh, I, I think it's a coin flip because... I think that the the Guardians have the depth, the pitching depth specifically, to weather the storm of the Yankee bats because they got they got some really good guys. Emmanuel Classe has not pitched in the last two games. They didn't need him uh, in Game Three because they came from behind, and then they lost Game Four, so he hasn't pitched in a couple of games, and so he is nice and rested. And he's also a really good closer that can go multiple innings. And if you can throw Emmanuel Classe out there uh, I, I, for multiple innings, that really shortens the game. And they also have some other arms that are very good. And both teams are likely going with a bullpen game on Monday if they play on Monday. Uh, if they play on Tuesday, because there's an off day, why not? Um, and it, it could be Nestor Cortez against Shane Bieber. It, it could also still be a bullpen game because they'd still be on short rest, but more acceptable short rest of three days off as opposed to two. So how everything plays out, if they play on Monday, I think Cleveland has the advantage. Although I will, I have to point this out. Um, the, the, the Guardians, well, back when they were their former name, uh, they were in the World Series against the Chicago Cubs and they lost because there was a rain delay. And I hope that somebody in the Cleveland clubhouse is giving a, a great Chris Bryant speech right now. Or whoever, who gave that speech? Whoever gave that speech. Uh, ho- hopefully somebody in, on Cleveland is giving that rah-rah speech before they take the field. Because uh, I, if they get eliminated because of a rain delay again, wow, they are just cursed by the weather. And uh, that, that's that's all. Okay, moving on. San Diego, uh, they erupted for five runs in the bottom of the seventh in game four against the Dodgers in the final game of an exhausting day of baseball. Saturday was so much fun, but oh my God, baseball lasted forever. But I love it because it's on from essentially when I'm ready to get the day going at, you know, 10 o'clock uh, to well into, you know, hey, the, the baby's asleep. The baby was asleep, was, was awake all of baseball, and so I could just have that on in the background. It was wonderful. No, no more of this starting at 4 and then and 7. No, no, no. Give me games that start at 10. I loved it. It was amazing, but it was exhausting because there were so many stakes, and that Astros-Mariners game really took it out of me because nothing was happening. Ah, stupid Astros. Anyways, uh, San Diego is now set up to face the Phillies in the NLCS. And who had that matchup? Baseball is wild, and people are blaming the format and all that stuff. I don't think that it's the format. I think that it's, uh, you know, hey, some stuff happens every now and then. Like the Mets, the the Mets won 101 games, and they threw out Scherzer and DeGrom. And the Padres beat one of those two guys. And uh, there there you go. And then they also beat the, the other guy. Chris Bassett, former A, Chris Bassett. So, yeah, they beat the Mets. That's not up for contention. And then the Dodgers, they won 111 games, uh, but 
they they didn't do it either. They they had a longer series. They had a five game series. They did not do it, and you could blame it on the the days off. But I don't know that that's necessarily the case because the Dodgers. I don't know if you guys know this, uh, have been beat in the playoffs quite frequently. So I don't know that it was the playoff format in all of the other years as well. Uh, I think that they're they're a regular season juggernaut, but they. They can't switch it over to the postseason, and that's kind of where their their flaws are. Uh, they don't their their pitching's good, but it's not as dominant, I don't think, as we saw with the Padres. So I think that that was part of it. And also, the Padres have been playing Little Brother on, on in this freeway series for a while, so they had some extra gusto. They had something extra to play for. Where the Dodgers are like, hey, we want 111 games. We're a team full of like generational talents. What do we have to prove, honestly? I, I think that there was more at stake for the Padres, and that's what it was. It was not the playoff format. And then you got the Braves. Um, Max Freed, their game one starter, he had a stomach bug. That you can't. I mean, that that has an effect if you're pitching, and the Phillies got to him. Uh, and then also uh, Spencer Strider, the game three starter, he got knocked around. He'd been really good all season, but he was also just coming back from injury and uh, hadn't really been built up or thrown in a while. So yeah, he was rusty. And I think that that the Braves, if everybody had been healthy, much closer series. It looks a lot better, but you can blame the format because the Braves lost. Ah, the defending champions, but they also didn't look very good either. So there's that. Uh, but besides all that, I want to mention that Bob Melvin is headed to the NL friggin CS, which is awesome. I am so happy for him. I also want to point out that uh, he has already vanquished the 101 win Mets and the 111 win Dodgers this season. I think the Padres have the depth, especially pitching, because the Phillies, they, they got some guys that can throw baseballs, but they don't have the depth of just stacked guys that the Padres do. And I think that that's going to play to San Diego's favor in this NLCS. And that should put Melvin in the World Series. I, I think that he's going to the World Series. I think the Padres are going to the World Series. And there's a pretty decent chance that he's going to be matched up with his old nemesis, uh, Andon Solars, uh, the Houston Astros. And uh, that storyline is pretty tantalizing because uh, he, he knows the Houston Astros very well. And hopefully with a team of arguably better players because they've made it further, uh, maybe he can actually vanquish the Houston Astros. And uh, if you're not already rooting for the Padres, Bob Melvin winning a World Series by beating Houston is a pretty good storyline to get behind if you're an A's fan. And he has the tools in San Diego to actually pull that off. He doesn't need to rely on Yusmero Petit, first guy out of the bullpen every game. No, he can throw it whoever he wants. He can throw out Josh Hader. He can throw out uh, anybody else. He doesn't Yusmero Petit is not an option for him anymore, so that's great. And other NLCS storylines are that uh, Bryce Harper and Juan Soto are going to be facing off, and that is exciting because both played right field for the Nationals, but only one of those guys has a World Series championship, so that's interesting. Uh, Aaron Nola, the Phillies starter, uh, he's... But the longest tenured Phillies pitcher, I believe. So he's been there a minute. Uh, and this is his first postseason run. Uh, he's going to be going against his brother, Austin Nola, the Padres catcher. So that's that's some sibling rivalry. I kind of love it. Hopefully nobody breaks a hand like Phil Maton did after he faced his brother and he homered off him. Oh, what a dumb way to miss the postseason. 
dumb Astros. Anyways, uh, I think the Phillies are a good and fun team, but I also think that they don't have the depth of arms that the Padres do, and with them needing to win four games instead of two or three as they did in the previous series, I'm not sure that they make it. I'm taking the Padres in six games in the NLCS. As for the American League Championship Series, we don't know who's going to be in it except for Houston, and uh, basically, even if it's the Yankees, I think I'm rooting against Houston and then somebody else can beat the Yankees. That's fine. I'm more worried about the Astros winning a World Series at this point than the Yankees. And uh, that's scary. That's a thing that I never thought that I'd say growing up. But here we are. Six years. In, I don't need this, the added stress of another week of Houston in the postseason. I think that's what it is. I, I can deal with Yankees fans doing whatever. But Houston Astros fans on social media are just toxic. And I don't need to give them any uh, fuel for their raging fire so no no that's my postseason and uh my my postseason preview from now um and if you recall uh, about a week and a half ago i made all the wrong picks but i've learned my lesson the padres are a good team and they're going to win games now i also said uh before the phillies and cardinals that my head said the cardinals were gonna win because obviously that the cardinals blah 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 what a dumb reasoning that was uh but my gut was saying hey the phillies they they could just hit a couple of dingers and win with their two guys on the mound and they'd be fine. And that happened. And now they're a good team and that's wild. And I think it's hilarious that the Mets and the, and the Braves fought all season long to, to win the NL East. And then it's the Phillies that are left standing and they have so many flaws. Uh, baseball's a good time. I'm having fun in the playoffs, mostly because I don't care who wins except for the Astros losing. That's that's what I'm invested in right now. So anyways, uh, coming up, we're talking about my new website, Inside the A's, which launched today. So I'm going to tell you guys my vision for the site, what I'm hoping for, and uh, how you guys can help it be a success. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe Home Security to protect their home. You don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. I know because I use Simply Safe in my own home and they protect you with cutting edge security technology powered by 24 seven professional monitoring agents who always have your back. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. And our monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. That's a that's a good peace of mind for you. When there when the threat is real. They're really taking care of you. So you can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB to learn more. There's no safe like a Simply Safe. 
Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show, make sure to subscribe wherever you like to hear podcasts. Uh, follow us on social media at Locked On A's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at by Jason B on Twitter. Also, make sure to follow Inside the A's, my new website, which we're going to talk about here in a second, on uh, basically Facebook and Twitter at Inside the A's. And then, uh, then you don't miss any articles that I write, which are fantastic, if I do say so myself. But uh, let's get into it. I promise up front, I promise that I will not pester you too much for about the site, except for mentioning what's going up on there and linking to the sites in episode uh, descriptions. But Monday is a special day because the site's launched and uh, I, I'm excited. It's had some nice early returns and people are hungry for, for A's content. Well, I've had a couple of minor leaguers follow the account. I've had uh, some some people in the A's organization follow the account, and that's that's cool because <laughs> up until that point, I hadn't posted anything, but people were clamoring for more A's content, and hopefully, I don't disappoint. That that's where I'm at right now. I don't want to disappoint anybody because <laughs> ah, the hype. Uh, and I'm bad at hyping myself up, but I am very excited about this project and what I hope it brings to A's fans because the goal is to be credentialed, which I have been told. Uh, it is, it should and will happen because of the Sports Illustrated affiliation with the site. So I can bring you guys even better content. And I'd like to write stuff that I like to read. And there's not a lot of people that do that because I am my, we're all our own people. And uh, I want to write stuff that I want to read. And hopefully you guys will enjoy that because I like knowing how things work and why they work. And so those are the kinds of questions that I'm going to be asking is, hey, what was your thought process for this pitch here? Uh, why are you throwing this? I, I like pitchers. So you're going to get some inside stuff on pitchers, I believe. Uh, why are you throwing this more? Like what kind of action are you looking for here? And get like into the weeds about pitching and I'll learn some more about hitting and we can talk about hitting and fielding and doing all that stuff and seeing not like how the gumbo is made because I don't know that they'll tell me, but, um, you know, for proprietary reasons, I don't think that they, they're just going to be like, so what I'm doing here is I'm, I'm angling my bat at this angle because if I do that, then I hit home runs. And if they throw me at this pitch, then I can't hit it and blah, blah, blah. Uh, that, that's not going to happen. Uh, they're not going to tell me that, but I'm going to get as close to that as I can and uh, hopefully provide some some excellent insight for A's fans and hopefully not the opponents of the A's so that they know how to beat them. Uh, that, that It's a fine line, I gotta say. <laughs> uh, I also have a bit of a fun side, as you guys hopefully know by now, uh, and I'll be bringing that with me to the clubhouse as well. And that access will also allow me more guests on the show and more insight on here and on Inside the A's. So you'll be getting another source of A's knowledge to add with the current beat writers. And I gotta say, uh, after Susan Slusser, she's still at the Chronicle, but she left the A's beats for the Giants beats. And there's been a lot of talk in A's fandom, like, hey, we, we don't have like the one person that we go to anymore. We don't have a Susan Slusser anymore. And uh, everybody has like their own favorites. And hopefully, uh, you know, if the site's doing well and I can relieve some other duties and whatnot. Uh, hopefully this could be the thing that I go do now. So uh, go, go to the site <laughs> so that I can do it and uh, hopefully bridge some of that gap that Susan has left in her wake because she was fantastic. And uh, hopefully uh, that, that is, that is the goal is to 
at least make up some of the difference, if not become Susan Slusser. <laughs> so that's the goal here is to just become Susan Slusser and, uh, you know, cover the A's well. That, that's what I'm hoping for here. And on a personal note, if the site does do well, this could be my full-time job. I think that I can make enough money doing this as my full-time job between that, uh, you know, the site and the podcast and maybe another gig. I don't know, but I could do that. And uh, that would be, that would be really cool because uh, I've been, I've been trying for like a decade now to, you know, gain some experience, do this working for, you know, the sites that don't pay very much. And uh, you know, this is something that I, I would love to do. I think that you guys like it when I talk about the A's or cover the A's or do whatever I do with the A's. Um, and so uh, all, all of those late nights when I should have been in bed, uh, but I was writing instead, uh, they, they would be worth it. And that would be nice. And, you know, also <laughs> recording podcasts after games and stuff like that, uh, it, it would it would be fulfilling. And I, I'm hoping that I can bring that to you guys and deliver on the promise. But, uh, you know, check it out. See what you guys like. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Let me know what you guys would like more of. Um, yeah, do, do some of that stuff. But coming up on the show, I have a I have an article that uh, I haven't talked about on the podcast as a as a topic, and I'd like to give you guys just a little taste of. I'm not going to read the article to you guys. I'm just going to tell you guys what it's about. <laughs> okay, so stick around. Welcome back to the Locked On Ace Podcast. If you guys are enjoying the show and you've made it this far, please leave us a five-star review on your platform of choice. We're available on all of them, so whichever one you're listening to us on, five stars. It really helps, and I really enjoy it. I like seeing Locked On A's, because uh, the A's have been bad. I like seeing Locked On A's uh, on on the podcast charts. It's a good time. Uh, Let's crack the top 100. It's been a minute since we've been within the top 100, so let's get over there. We've been like 197, and we're better than that. We're better than that. <laughs> but real quick, uh, to end the show, I just wanted to talk a little bit more about the website, but I'm not going to you know, do this regularly, I promise. But uh, an article that I had go up that I have not talked about here on the podcast is one about Christian Pache and how he may be close to good enough already to be the A-center fielder uh, just long-term because uh, I... I, I you know, as as we know, I watched a decent amount of playoff baseball over the weekend, and uh, I, I saw some of the lines that Trent Grisham and Miles Straw have had throughout the course of the season. And uh, I know that they're both very, very good defensive outfielders, but holy crap, they sucked at the plate. And uh, you know who else kind of wasn't great at the plate? Christian Pache. And uh, I think that he could be comparable to those two guys. And that's his path right now is, I mean, and both of those guys, we don't know if Cleveland is going to be in the ALCS, but both those guys could be two of the top on two of the top four teams in baseball uh, because they're both going to be potentially uh, in the championship series of their respective leagues. And so Christian Pache would not be a detriment with how he is now. And he saw his room to grow and that's the exciting part. And that's what I wrote about on the website. Uh, That's, essentially the thesis of the article there's a lot of stats and some some supporting arguments and stuff like that uh obviously he's gonna need some help because uh they're not doing it alone and uh they also have you know teammates like juan soto uh he's good and also manny machado he's pretty good and also uh jose ramirez so they got some like really good teammates but they're also just able to track down basically every fly ball and he is on their level defensively is one of the points that I made. Uh, he just has a little bit of work to do. He might be a mix in between Miles Straw and Trent Grisham. And I think that that's interesting and not something that I was expecting to be, 
you know, uh, find out while watching the playoffs, but it is something that I have found out over the playoffs is, uh, hey, he might he might be there kind of already. And when he came back up to Oakland in August, he, he made some improvements. He, he he hit 200. He had like a 280 on base. He had his WRC plus was looking good. He made some improvements. I don't know that he's quite there yet where he needs to be, but he's he can do it. I think he can do it, and I'm excited about it because who doesn't love Christian Pache? He's such a fun time. He's such a bolt of energy. He had those big hits early in the season before he didn't have those hits anymore. And you you see something like that, and you're like, that guy could excel. If he's you know hitting the ball a little bit better, and by that I mean making more contact and uh, able to drive the ball a little bit more, that guy would thrive in the postseason with the Oakland A's if he can get to, you know, laying off of some pitches and do it. He's a guy that would not be scared by the moment. And I think that that is encouraging because uh, the A's seem to have a lot of guys that get scared in the moment just over the course of their history. And uh, it'd be nice to see Christian Pache go do some nice things. So that's uh, that's an article that's up on the website. I also talked about uh, Sean Murphy potentially being too valuable not to trade because he's just too good. Quite, quite honestly. Uh, there's also one about Kirby Snead's breakout. I talked about that a little bit on Friday's episode, but I, I think that he's going to be a breakout candidate for 2023. Get excited. Uh, so I wrote about that. And then I also wrote a welcome to the website. It's called uh, Welcome to Inside the A's. Uh, and it's just you know kind of what I did in the last segment here. Just welcoming people, telling people what the site's about, what the goals are for the website. So that's what's up there right now. Tonight, I'm going to be uh, doing some some highlights that have been posted from the Arizona Fall League. Uh, it's going to be more of a video article, but uh, something that I can't do, you know, here is show videos. So that's something that I'm going to be doing over there at the website. So make sure to go check out some Arizona Fall League videos from around the interwebs. There's some good stuff. The, the, the A's have been crushing them in the Arizona Fall League, and I've really enjoyed uh, seeing those box scores because those games are not broadcast, and I hate it. Anyways, um, I, I, I like doing what I do, though. I like doing the podcast. I like talking about the A's, and that's, that's honestly why I do it. Uh, I just... Don't want to have other jobs, too. I don't want to have to go back to the restaurant industry because I hate it there now. It's so bad. Uh, future employers, if you're a restaurant uh, person, uh, disregard that. I thoroughly enjoy people and would like to keep doing that forever. <laughs> so if you like the podcast and you want more A's content like what I do here at Locked on A's, please visit the site regularly and tell your friends. Uh, you know, Follow us on Facebook and on Twitter at Inside the A's. I'm also at by Jason B on Twitter if you guys want to go like above and beyond and follow me too. But anyways, that's all that I got for you guys today for Locked on A's. Tomorrow, uh, I might be talking about the ALCS. If there's a game, we might be talking about some player reviews. We might be, we're going to do some stuff. Maybe we'll talk about some Arizona Fall League guys, which I just alluded to. Maybe I'll just tell you guys about them, and then I'll direct you to the website. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We're going to have some fun tomorrow as well, but that's all that I got for you guys today. Thank you so much for making Locked On A's your first listen of the day. Now, go make Locked On MLB and Sully your second listen of the day, because he is a walking baseball encyclopedia, and he brings humor and passion and a unique perspective on every team, and the biggest stories around the league. Follow the number one daily league-wide podcast Locked On MLB. They're on the Odyssey app. They're on YouTube and they're 
they're wherever you get podcasts. There you go. Words came out of my mouth and the way that I wanted them to. That was great. Anyways, that is all that I got for you guys today. So until next time, go out and celebrate good times, A's fans, and I will talk at you tomorrow. Tomorrow.